we are back. Um, we're gonna hop into the next topic on the list for today. Um, let's hop into this 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 talk about Assassin's Creed being being super buggy. Now, I'm gonna let y'all talk first because I haven't really had the same experience that most people on the internet are having. So, um, Jay, was this your idea of a topic or Mark? Who, who was it? Uh, it was me. I'm the one who made the notes. All right, but um. You know, Cyberpunk 2020, 2077 was like the main reason why I was going to get back into console gaming, you know, for the next gen at least. And I think the debacle behind Cyberpunk is, I wouldn't say it's, it, it's not a failure because it's working for a lot of people, but it is a huge disappointment though. Like very much so that, you know, this game was announced in what, 2012, 2013? And here we are in 2020. And they dropped the ball and had all the time in the world. I think from what had happened, in my opinion, the game wasn't ready and they should have just delayed it even longer. But that's just me. Um, another point that I make is that honestly, I don't know why they made Cyberpunk for the Xbox One day one and the PS4 period. Like just eliminate the last gen in my opinion unless unless it's literally like the pros and that's it i just feel like that that was a ignorant move for them to try to get all of this money but it's just like you literally you literally lied your company ceo says oh like the game runs great on previous generations and it didn't at all for anybody and it didn't it ran so bad that sony which they rarely do this right took the ability to buy the game off the marketplace there's been crappier games than cyberpunk that still remain on the marketplace but sony did that to them like that's a bad look man like a super bad look and you know just from some of the bugs that i've seen a lot of them i think are just kind of minor things but a lot i've seen they're just like ridiculous like cars just magically appearing out of nowhere and people crashing into things uh people turning around and like literally crowds of people like disappearing like you literally walk through a crowd and after you pass these people you turn around it's completely empty like on screen uh the game just freezing and dropping frame rates um graphic glitches like voice glitches it's just so many bugs and you know they're trying to get these patches and everything to, to correct the game but it's kind of just like like I'm tired of game titles creating so much hype to get people to buy and then they underproduce. That was the same gripe I had with Grand Theft Auto 5 when it first came out. Like, you hyped this up for GTA Online and it didn't work for like three months. And then by the time it got super dope, I'm like, bro, we a year and a half, two years past really trying to fool with this game. I don't care at that point. It's like, why don't you just give me the product up front already good? I don't care if I have to wait for it. Just give it to me with it straight versus give me something half-assed and then be like, oh, well, we're going to make up patches as they go along and I just got to like grind and grit through it. Like, that's not right. You want my money instantly. Why can't I get a, a full product and my money's worth instantly? Yeah, man. And, and I just I just don't, I don't understand that for a game that was hyped up to be so big. And it's kind of like, you know, I don't blame uh, 
people not buying Project Red stocks and, and that stuff tanking because it's kind of like stop playing in people's faces, man. They got to stop doing that and people need to start having more ethical conversations with investors about like what gamers need and what's going to eventually make them more money versus just trying to be money oriented and just giving out mid and expecting to get the money for a loud pack. It don't work like that. See, it yeah. doesn't. So I'm... I'm I'm disappointed in Cyberpunk. I haven't, I haven't heard. To be honest, I have not heard people being like super hyped about the game. Like nobody, people like it, but it's not like, oh my god. It's no nostalgia at all. It's just people just like, eh, the game's cool. It's bugs, you know. Um, it's certain great mechanics and still a great game, but it's like it's not the same nostalgia as what people were talking about when Red Dead Two came out and like the Division One when it first dropped, and like people really being excited and completely sold and invested in this and it's just like I don't know if they're going to be able to recover I think they will recover I think they will recover I think um, uh, first off let me say this because I, I do plan on putting a, a review out on um, on, on, on the Shoe Program YouTube channel I don't. I think EJ I don't know if you, you planned on adding something to that too but uh, I kind of stopped with the vids a little bit because I wanted to kind of wait until we had some uh, definitive patches because I, I I was running two playthroughs. I was running my own personal playthrough, and I was gonna do, and I was doing my um, my YouTube playthrough, so everybody can watch that. And uh, I'm glad I am glad I didn't put out any more videos because I started run, uh, running to running into a, a lot a lot more bugs. Now, for for a, a long period of time, none of the bugs were game breaking. It was very uh. You know, they, they, it was very, very random, and and they quickly resolved themselves after uh, a couple of seconds, maybe a minute, some minutes later. So it wasn't, you know, game breaking where I couldn't continue the story and enjoy the game. But um, there was one bug that was uh, peeing me off, and I don't know about y'all, but when I have to, when when you when you make a lot of progress in the game, you don't want to you don't want to have to go back and redo the same stuff just so you can you can play a, a a previous save that doesn't have the bug you know and, and that's what cd project was doing and a lot of people recommend to you oh when you go when you come across certain bugs or something like that go back and reload you know a previous save well if you if you've been playing the game for hours like i have you there's you've you've done made I, i've done made so much progress so much headway within a game and now I got this major game-breaking bug, which was um, the the inability to pick bodies up. And there was I was I was having I was playing missions where, like for example, there was this one mission where I had to break into this this gang stronghold and capture I mean uh, pick up this dead body and bring it back to their uh, bring it back to the car for this family to get or whatever. Dude, I light up the whole place. I kill everybody in the place. I, I you know, I go ahead and jack everybody out their weapons and money. And I pick up the body. And all I know is I'm walking all the way to the car. And I just realized. I just realized. Oh, wait. Wait, wait. Uh, why isn't the body dropping? And I, I realized I didn't have the body on me <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> so I go back. And the body's on the ground, so I'm like, I'm thinking, I, I'm thinking I did something wrong. I'm thinking it's user error at this point, right? So I'm like, okay, well, I must have pressed the button to drop the body. So I pick it up again, and I continue going forward. 
And then I realized, wait, I don't have, what the hell is going on? And so at that point, I realized it was a bug. So I was, I'm sitting there for like a couple of minutes trying to pick the body up. And I was even trying to be a smart ass with it. I was like, okay, I'm gonna pick the body up because you know, you enter the animation. So you, you do pick up the body and you can, you can kind of walk a little bit. You can take a couple of steps with the body. So I said, okay, cool. I'm gonna try to beat the glitch by our smartness. So I'm gonna pick the body up. And every time I pick the body up during the animation, I'm just gonna run forward a little bit before the body drops back on the ground. So I did that. And I made it all the way to the car, so the so you could dump the body to the car, and it did. The body would drop too fast in order for me to put the body onto the car, so I just could not complete the mission. Complete the mission, and then I was thinking about going back to re reload my previous save, but reloading that save was like reloading hours, like hours and hours, and, and other stuff that I did. And I was like, dude, I don't. I'm not trying to do all of that. I'm not, you know, that that's the type of stuff that make you put the game down. You won't play it for a while, you know, and eventually, eventually, somehow, some way, I, I still don't know, but it resolved itself and I was able to pick bodies up again, which was great. But man, uh, I know they're supposed to be coming back. They're supposed to be coming with a big patch in January this uh, this month. They're supposed to be coming with another patch. Uh, There's a big patch in um, in uh, February. And they also announced uh, new DLC, which everybody has got on them about because they were like, okay, well, we, that's great, we're getting new DLC, but can you fix the game first? Uh, you know, before we get the DLC. And I feel you, I feel you, uh, Marv. I feel you. To me, I think the game is great. I think the game is awesome, minus the bugs. But when we talk about whether the game should have been released on Xbox One and, and PlayStation 4, here's the thing, and EJ can attest to this because he's been filing the game for longer than any of us have. This game was meant to come out on those consoles. They were meant yes. to come out on Xbox One. They were meant to come out on PlayStation 4. Um, I know they, you know, every studio gets a developmental kit um, when a new when new consoles are released and they get to work on them, work with them, and maybe they maybe CD Projekt Red said, okay, well, you know, let's put this to the side and, and we, we got more power, we got more memory to work with on the, these newer consoles. I can see that, I can I can see that, but you had seven years, seven plus yep. years to work on the Xbox One versions and the PlayStation Four. So there, it, there's no excuse to this. There's no excuse. And I know right. there's other people out there that's talking about, okay, well, if you're playing the console, the game on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, you can't really talk about this. You can't really talk unless you got a next-gen console. What you mean they can't talk? You, we're playing. <laughs> let, wait, let me look. We're playing the Xbox One version on next-gen consoles. We're not even playing the version that's made for our consoles, right? Which is, which is trash, which is also trash because it's kind of just like, damn. Is, don't give me a port, bruh. Right. Don't for one, don't give me a port. Then two, this also would make even this also makes it even more infuriating to have a last generation console and the game be absolutely unplayable. Right. You giving everybody else's ports? So how is it not working? <laughs> that makes no sense. Right. I honestly believe what, what happened with this game is they started off on the right foot and everything was going right. And then when the new consoles came out and they saw, like Jason, they would have extra power, extra stuff to work with. They were like, okay, well, let's shift our focus to, you know, pretty much making this game work more for the next gen and that we'll still be able to make it work on 
on uh, current gen councils. Um, but I think when they got to the point to where they were actually implementing that strategy, I think somebody in the company was just like, well, let's just actually gear this towards next gen and it should be okay. It, it'll work on, it'll work on current gen, you know, it, it'll, it'll work on current gen, uh, you know, good enough for people not to complain. But the issue is like Jay was saying, when this game first was announced, you were making it for PS4 and Xbox One. You weren't making this for Series X. And so you can't just up and all of a sudden change your strategy around, try to fit this towards a new system. And I, I think they realized like, okay, this is more ambitious than we actually thought initially. And so they were like, okay, well, since it is so much more ambitious than we thought, the new systems can account for all this extra storage and all this extra speed and space that we need. So, like I said, let's just go ahead and try to gear towards Series X and gear towards PS5, but you're alienating a majority of the base because most people didn't get these new consoles to play this game. They still have PS4, they still have Xbox One. Right. Uh, and it's stupid, like you said, Jay, for them to, to say, you know, well, if you have the, the, the first gen Xbox, because you know, we all know, you know, our friend, my cousin Greg, he had the original Xbox up until not too long ago. Just, right. He had the day one edition. So there are still people out there that have the first day one edition PS4 and Xbox One. But right. So let me say this too. You do you remember when Cam was downloading the game and he was like, wait, this is the Xbox One version. <laughs> right. He said that. Right. And I was like, but honestly, you can't even be mad at him because most games that we're downloading and playing nowadays, they have two versions. So when he right. said that, it's like, okay, you know, you explain to him what it is, but you can't be mad at him because all the games that we're playing, they say there's an Xbox One version, there's a Series X version, there's a PS4 version, there's a PS5 version. So like, I totally get where he's coming from, like with that question. Right. Like, my whole thing is you should have focused on just making the game work for last gen. And even if you, you couldn't come out with a Series X and PS5 version until midway through 2021 or end of 2021 because you're not giving us multiplayer and DLC right away anyway. So make the game work on the current consoles and it and once you make it work on current consoles, you should be able to like Marvin was saying, you should be able to make a version that'll work for Series X and PS5. But you need to make sure that it's fully ready to go on current gen. Because all of a sudden that what I was seeing, I don't know if y'all saw like the character models that they were showing for PS4 and Xbox One, they look, they look trash, they look terrible. And they said that the game was basically unplayable on last gen. So I feel for them. I mean, we were lucky enough to get next gen consoles and, and, and be able to play it. And it's somewhat worked for us, but for them to come out, like you said, like Marvin was saying, and basically lie to everyone and say that it's fine, it'll be okay. You notice they didn't show any gameplay on last gen. They only showed gameplay on PC, PS5, and Series X. Right. So we knew something was up when they weren't doing that. And then for the game to come out and just not run at all, people were saying that the game wasn't even running 60 frames. They said it wasn't even running 30 frames. They said it was running 15 frames a second. That's terrible, bro. That's like, ridiculous. That's what have you been hard. doing for seven years? What have you been doing? Like, I don't, this basically, this, they, it's like they needed 12 years to make this game. The game is great, like as Jay said, like, me being able to play it, I do I do like the game. Um, my issues are more so certain gameplay elements and how they've set things up in the game more so than the bugs because I, I've experienced bugs, but they haven't been game-breaking bugs for me. I was lucky enough 
to not really get into Cyberpunk until two to three weeks after its initial release. Like I played it after all the hotfixes came out. So I've been able to go in and not have to worry about a whole bunch of other people that people were actually going through. But more so my issues with the game is just like the way that the looting and the crafting system is set up. Um, I remember Jay texted me and told me that the story was gonna be shorter and I didn't think it was gonna be an issue, but I will say the story is short. Compared to The Witcher, the story is definitely short. Um, myself, I've already beat the game through my playthrough once already, not 100%, but I beat the main story. So story is great. They did a good job of setting things up, but it, for me, my main gripes and issues are more of so stuff that's internally with the game as far as they don't explain shit to you with like crafting and stuff like that. They teach you how to fight in the beginning of the game and that's basically it. They don't tell you about crafting. They don't tell you where to go to do certain stuff. They don't really give you a progression system to let you know, okay, I'm pretty much this much way through the side missions, so or I'm pretty much this much way through the gigs, and I'm this much through the story. Like, they give you like a little bar that shows you a percentage, but they don't really tell you like, okay, well, basically, you know, I've already played 70% of the campaign, and I've only done 5% of the side missions. So those are my issues with the game. But other than that, I'll have to agree with Jay. Story-wise, the game is great, and that's just my opinion. Yeah, I, 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 I'm still on my way on, on beating it. I, 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 um, I, I, I support what you're saying too about the crafting. Like, there, I'm surprised there wasn't like an in-game tutorial on how the crafting works. I actually found out about the crafting a little later on, which I, and I wish I would have found out about it a little bit, uh, you know, earlier, and um. Because that would have made I would have focused on you know certain things and focused on putting uh, points. Because you know there's like the trees where you have to actually unlock certain abilities to be able to craft you know the uh, the different levels of weapons. And I wish I could if I would have known that earlier I would have been able to allocate those points to that. But now I feel like damn I don't got go yeah, yeah right I'm farther into the game now. It's like okay well it don't really make that much sense to do it so. So, yeah. Another gripe too, just to add on to that, you don't make shit for these jobs. I'm being 100% honest with you. If you're, if you're doing a job, okay, so let me just set this up. First of all, to buy vehicles, and, and Jay's the vehicle master over there, so he, you know, Jay's done every side job in the game, it sounds like, because <laughs> when I do these jobs, I get two to $3,000. And I may get, maybe get, towards the end of like my, my playthrough with the story, I'll get 9,000 for a job. I think one job I got 11,000, cool. But here's the deal, man. If you wanna be able to use all the stuff that Cyberpunk has out there, and when I say that, I mean like the cyberware. Like if you wanna do the Gorilla Arms or if you wanna do the Mantis Blades or you wanna do the, the Nano Wire, like those cost 45,000 a piece. It takes 40 jobs to get 45,000. So if I'm buying that, I have money to go spend on a $70,000 on a car these jobs need to be paying you a lot more than what they're paying you or you need to lower the price of this other shit. That's just my opinion. Now, like Jay said, you Jay, you said you buying all the games and buying all the cars in the game. That's cool. I didn't have the money to do that. So what I had to eventually do towards the end of the game was I had to go find legendary items. Like I had to go find legendary Mantis Blades. And I was like, I had to go find YouTube videos to tell me where to get free stuff at so I could allocate the money I did have <laughs> to buy other stuff. So I, I, that to me, you don't set your game up. You you haven't thought out the system of the game. Like like I said, when we go back to crafting, money, how much each job is, you haven't thought that out well enough because 
there should never be a point in the game where I have to go find YouTube videos to find free shit so that I can spend the money that I get from the jobs on other stuff. You should pay me enough to where I can choose, okay, I want to get this car and I want to get this. Now let me save up some more so I can get this other car and I can get this other cyberware. Like, how it should be. I shouldn't have to decide through my playthrough, am I going to worry about buying vehicles or am I going to worry about actually advancing my character? That's that's just, right, that's just right. not how it should be. Yeah. But I will say that the good thing about this game is that there is a lot of replayability because there's a lot of missions that I didn't even touch going through, like side missions that I didn't touch going through. I didn't even realize this until I actually almost beat the game that on the map, all those check marks, I mean, all those question marks, like, are just side gigs and, and side missions that you haven't even discovered yet. You just have to actually like, go over there right. and do them. I was doing the missions that they would call me and say, do like, this picture would be like, hey, go do this, go do this, go do that. So I do all those side missions. And when I got to the end of the game, I'm like, okay, well, what's all these like marks on the map that I like? There's like like 60 or 70 marks on the map that I haven't even gotten to yet. Well, yeah, they that's, didn't that's how I was doing this. a lot of my missions. That's I mean, that's how I was getting a lot of my money. I was going to all those questions, question marks, and I was going to all the little ones that I had, you know, possibly have driven by. And I was doing all of those and I was I was doing all of those. And, and that's how I made all my money. I was. I, I was clearing out the whole map, man. Clearing out the whole map. But you, you're doing that. You're doing that for a while, like you said. The money is so is the payout is so low. You're really right. grinding. You know, just grinding the jobs. So, but, but see, when you play a game like that, and like I see what you're saying, like yeah, you did that for me. Like I said, I didn't I didn't discover that until basically towards the end of my main story playthrough. But the reason why I like certain games, like I know we're gonna talk about Assassin's Creed later. But they do a couple things that I like that Cyberpunk could have done. Number one, um, Assassin's Creed explains to you everything. It tells you, this is how you do this. If you want to make money, you do it like this. They give you a tutorial. They, they tell you everything. They, they do that for every part of the game. So that when you go into the game, there is no, oh, I didn't know that I couldn't do this, like, or all that. I mean, there's always going to be a couple things like that. But for the most part, 90%, they tell you what you need to do in order to earn money or do things to get through the game. Second of all, what Assassin's Creed does, and they've done it for like the last two or three years, which I really like, and I think it should be, you know, across all games like this. They get to a certain point where your character is not leveled up enough to finish the story yet because he's just not at that level yet and so if you want to get to that level to where you can do these big bosses or continue the main story they make you go out into the world and do other stuff so that you can build your character up to do that but this game it feels like honestly you could just play the story and never touch side missions. that's true that's true and i hate that personally because you can get caught up so much and i know like this is for me specifically you can get caught up so much into the story to where you're just like, damn, I want to, I want to see what happens next. But Assassin's Creed and games like that, they do it to where they don't let you get caught up in that. They make it to where, okay, you've gotten to this part of the story, but if you want to face this guy, you need to go out into the world and build your guy up first. That you, you look up on Cyberpunk and you could be done playing the game in 20 hours because you've just done all the main story and that's it. So right. there's a lot that they could have learned from from other RPG type games, but all in all, it, it still has been a fun experience for me. Right, I agree. I agree. You know, full review later on. Later on, fellas, we'll have to do that jointly, Jay. Because I'm, I'm yeah, probably yeah. not gonna do 
I had some technical difficulties with my videos on the first playthrough with my computer and stuff like that with the the, the files being corrupted. But I'm probably gonna actually do a full walkthrough, and we can do that review once they put out the actual Series X update. So cool. Um, next on the list, uh, we have basically was buying next gen consoles worth it right away. Uh, Cam, how you feel about that, man? Uh, yeah, I mean, still better than the last gen, so definitely worth it. Um, but would you say they've given you enough to warrant you spending basically six hundred dollars per system? I don't see it. Um, well. I don't see it. We get, we're getting ports. We literally just had a conversation about they're literally giving us ports for games to play on next-gen consoles. So it's kind of like, why am I having this if I'm not even buying a product that technically is made specifically for this machine? But that's kind of how it was when the other, when the, I mean, every cycle, it kind of goes like that. The yeah. Xbox One was different. Like we had Xbox One games that played at an Xbox One quality, like straight out the gate. It was clearly noticeable. I mean, and it's noticeable. That were, that were optimized for Series X. You still what? So there were a few games that were optimized for Series X when it came out. But I this mean, is what I'm saying. They're masking that term optimization in like, oh, well, we're just boosting like certain aspects of it to make it seem optimized, but it's not though. And that's what's been the debate, you know what I'm saying? Versus, and that's, you know, I've seen that with people who are like, folks are just like, well, okay, if I'm looking at the PS5 and I'm looking at the Xbox, you know, Series X, like these games, it's kind of like a lot of people are just like, bro, I might as well just get a PC if I'm gonna go through all this shit. You, I, I, I was like just, just bypassing all of that because it's just like I'm sitting here waiting. Like, this system has the power to do this, and it's like, well, why so aren't these games? Do, though? What else you gonna do? Just like, just keep the keep the old Xbox and keep making games for that, and not really. They're gonna be doing console. it anyway. Uh, that's what I'm saying. So, so what's what's alternative to not getting a console? Just keeping the other one. I mean, it, it's not. I mean, I guess yeah. Everybody would have kept playing, even if they came out with more games. Everybody would have kept playing. Um, I mean, I, just, I, just, I don't really look at it as like for me. You get better. Yeah, it's masking, but you know, if you want more, you still get higher speeds. You still get better graphics. I mean, it, it's. I'd rather play a game on this than anything else I've played on in my whole life. So. I will have to agree with Marvin on the fact that I do feel this is the first console generation launch like this to where we've been, they've been doing that that whole masking optimization BS because when Xbox One came out from 360 to Xbox One, there was no mistaking and, and no issue. You knew that when you were going to get the Xbox One version, it wasn't a 360 game. And the game looked exactly. different, a lot different on 360 exactly. than it did on Xbox One. When this I, shit came out, that. Um, it sounded like they were talking about, oh, this game is optimized for Series X. And then you start playing it and you're like, okay, really the only optimization is I can quick resume on this game and I couldn't on the last one. <laughs> like, right. Like, there's no, there's no, it's, it's no perks. It looks yeah. like 
like what's what's what how are you gonna what is warranting these companies to give to to make me have to pay 500 plus dollars to get this system right now immediately like because you know looking back on it with how they were marketing like xbox to be honest like what they stand on the game pass and even then it's kind of just like okay you know what i'm saying because my thing is like right now literally bro like if we're looking at performance right and we keep talking about optimization and masking these games aren't even optimized we know that we I, and you know it's crazy sitting back thinking about it we knew that wasn't going to be the case because what was the main thing we were debating about when we we're all trying to figure out what we were going to get bro these games are getting bigger but these systems aren't having more memory to be able to store on them and they're making us pay money for it if a game is optim optimization if you're looking at tech typically means that hey i get more performance and more space in a smaller package right you can look at it from basic thing like cell phones to watches to laptops and things of that nature right but with the xbox is like okay we make this game system smaller and cut the memory but yet it's supposed to perform like more then when you sell me a game that you say is supposed to be optimized for the system how is it gigantic if it's a port it doesn't make any sense so what is all of this data consisting of the games do kind of i feel you on the games so i was looking more from just the system itself the game shit, i mean sure we we've been we've all been complaining about the games like right. that that's that's that that's a different topic uh i don't think the games are worth it but i mean the system as just itself like speed that's what you talk about cam like, yeah i'm just talking about like the way it functions but yeah because the, the game i ain't even want to get on the games because i've i've spent 30 minutes in the in the store trying to find something to download that i might want to play <laughs> see it's a it's really a money thing man because like you were talking about with the memory uh mar the memory and stuff that's all that that's all money if you have to if you put if you got to put another terabyte in, in inside the xbox then that's more money that microsoft has to spend on their end that's more money that's coming out their pocket that's why you that's know that's more money they're gonna you <laughs> yeah so, so they rather they crazy rather, right right so they want you to they want you to pay them for those extra features it's just like how you know we talked about this before just like how they removed the audio auxiliary port that was that that was going to cost more money for them to add that into the xbox so they took they took it out so <laughs> you got to think of an alternative so is uh i will t i will tell you 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 like you said we games is a different conversation uh and i think we would have a better we would have a better way to converse this if xbox actually like released a full-on made for xbox exclusive which we were expecting halo and it, it got pushed back and i think if halo would actually came out and in, in on launch we would be having a totally different conversation right now because we would be actually seeing the Xbox at its full power with a game made from from Microsoft for the for its console. And um, but it was still supposed to be released on last gen though. So they still it what, would, what I want to do is get to a point to where there's a game that comes out that's only for Series X. It right. Exactly. Right, and we and same, but we, and, but also we also talking about all the next gen. So I want to, we got to make sure we have PS Five in here too, and Ooh, with, and, yep. and dead. Uh, what Demon Souls? Demon Souls is the first game 
Well, it's Demon Souls in that other game with the guys with the lion armor and crap or whatever. Apparently, it's very terrible, or whatever. But uh, talk about Godfall or whatever. Godfall, yes, yes, Godfall. Godfall. Yeah, that's that trash, trash, trash game. game. <laughs> yeah. But those two games, I think those are like the only like um, suppose you know for PS5, the only major because I'm not counting Miles Morales. I'm not counting since it's on PS4 too. Uh. But those two games are the only full-on next-gen games I believe that's out right now, made for the PS5. Demon Souls looks beautiful. I don't like the I don't like the franchise. I never liked the the, the you know the Demon Souls uh, uh, franchise, but that game looks freaking beautiful. It's just right now you don't have anything to compare it to on the Xbox side. But you know right now the with the back to the question though is it is it worth it? I feel like if you have the money. If you have the money and you ready to upgrade, then get it. If you don't, keep the Xbox. I've had every Xbox iteration besides the Xbox, uh, the slimmer version of the Xbox. I've had the Xbox, the original Xbox, and I've had and I've upgraded all the way to the to the Xbox One X. So I feel like if you have it, if you have the money, if you have the money and you want to up, you want these upgraded features, then go ahead and get it. If you don't, like you, like Marv said, right now there isn't a major incentive to get it as of right now. So if you don't have the money, wait. But if you do have it and you can and you ready to upgrade and you want these faster load times, uh, which is because in the faster load times is a real thing. This this crap is fast. It's loading yes, up. Yes, I'll uh, give it. The, I'll give them that. Yep. Right and. Uh, you know, I like playing 2K and next gen. I like the look of it. So it's I like I like where we're going. So if you like I said, if you have it, go ahead and get it. If not, it it is nothing to wait for. It's nothing to wait until we get some bona fide games. Mm. Yo, just bring that boxing game out, yo, because that joint looks so real. That joint. Where is this Unreal Engine crap at? Like, where is that at? That's what I want to know. Cause they, they, right, they, right. I ain't seen no game with that yet. Where is that game at that everybody was like they were hyping up? Like the one with the chick going through all the rocks in the cave. Oh, yes, that was, bro. That was that, PS5. That was, that was a PS5 tech demo. Okay, where's the game at though? It wasn't a game. Right. It wasn't a game. It was, well, it was just a demo. Apparently, it was a demo, but apparently, I think they are making a game based off of that demo. I don't know when it'll come out, but I did hear that. But yeah, man, give me give me an army of two, but make an army of four this time or something, man. Or I mean, keep it an army of two. It don't matter. The game was lit. Yes, it was. Like it's like every game nowadays is the same thing. How many of these little arcade-looking games, or how many of these wizard fighting games, or like, bro, everything's the same. Like, Jesus, man. Yeah, you said wizard fighting. I mean, you said wizards. bro, on E3 when we watched E3, how many of the games were like? It was fifty games. It was probably thirty of them were the same game. Some kind of futuristic I, I, fighting open world game with some kind of creature. They're not thinking. They're not being creative anymore, man. And it's like I'm starting to slowly see that. Or, or what they're doing is that, like, they're trying to create this indie game scene, and it doesn't really work because I'm just like the indie game scene, in my opinion, it's at least for PlayStation 5. And, or the Sony and the Xbox community, the indie game scene is terrible. Like, it's boring. Like, I don't... The thing is, is that, like, I feel like 
they don't really have a back catalog to rely on. And that's one of the reason why, like, getting a Switch and fooling Nintendo is so enticing. Like, Nintendo low-key is like the marvel of video games, bro. Of video gaming. Like, they literally can just sit back and just release, like, mad games that never hit the states, like, on Switch. And it can just be hits. Or just port everything over. Versus, like, what are we reaching back in the past for from the PlayStation 5 for, for Sony and Xbox that they're going to recreate today? Or the studios are even around still that made these amazing titles back then in order to make them not. All of these developers, man, like, the gaming cycles are so convoluted. Like, they literally would just be like, you know what? The same thing that happened with Cyberpunk. The reason why Cyberpunk kind of got crappy is because, bruh, they had to rush into doing it. All of those same devs were working on The Witcher and The Witcher 3. And they barely got, you know, they barely uh, really kind of got, like, a full Cyberpunk cycle because they still had to deal with The Witcher 3, uh, what was it? The Wild Hunt? That whole yep. expansion pack and that DLC and trying to finish that off and then they just kind of just ended fire. that abruptly. It was like we had to end this in order to start Cyberpunk and it's kind of just like there has to there there needs to be something where they can cut down crunch and just honestly spread out the time to develop a game truly and to be able to make more compelling content versus like okay we're gonna cut down the story we're gonna cut down something in the game just so we can kind of just get the fuck off of it you know let them do what they're gonna do because it's kind of just like we're seeing that slowly break down in so many categories like i mean just just think about it it doesn't it doesn't even make sense if you look at the kinds of games and the kinds of players on each console and what they gravitate to to play like it's very weird to me that like we get on youtube and literally like there may be like three top gaming communities the COD community, people who play Fortnite and so and like Apex and all these other games, Warzone, and then you got 2K, and then you that's it. How that doesn't make any sense, bro. Well, how are you having just communities around, or you do have these communities that it may be niche based, but the thing is, is that like it doesn't make any sense that these games are so far that like we only have one group of people playing them. I remember when everybody played like I remember when dudes who would still just be religious Madden players and two and like NBA live players they would at least try out other stuff. Now games are so crappy and just so ridiculous with how they suck people in and continuously not give them any value but people still play them. They're like nobody plays nothing else. You got people who buy a console and just play Call of Duty. That's the only game they play for the entire life cycle of the console, which is nuts. I think, uh, you know, you games like 2K, games like Call of Duty, they're just pick up and play. So you're always going to you're always going to see them, you know, you're always going to see them in, in the youth in YouTube and have they're going to have big, bigger communities than most games because they're just pick up and play. There's not a lot of depth into in, into those games. It's just like Fortnite. Fortnite got big. It's pick up and play and it, and it just appealed more to kids. So you're gonna, you know, those communities are gonna be bigger. Uh, these, but to what Cam said though about like all these these games that are looking kind of familiar with these open worlds and stuff like that. This is this is the these are the types of games that's making the money. And then if you notice if you notice anything about you know the gaming uh, these, these gaming studios. They they want to they want to they want a formula that works. That's why we see in the whole my you know we talk about microtransactions all the time. That's why we always seen these games with microtransactions because they because they people buy it and these open world games people love them and you're gonna make games that's gonna appeal to people that's that you hoping to buy the games for so we're gonna be seeing that for a long time you know like you said too Marv 
we do need what well, these studios do need to figure out something where they can un let their investors understand like hey we need to in order to, for these these games these ips to be the best we can be, we can be we have to we we got to put that love into them we got to put that attention to detail when we developing these games and not working on speed and we and, and focus on on a quality on the quality of the game because right now it's it's just like for example we haven't heard everyone keeps saying okay when is, when are we getting uh the new gta when when is gta 6 coming out i heard gta news all the way back in 20 uh i mean gta 6 news in 2014 and it's 2021 now so i'm i'm happy that they're taking their time like you you can tell that rockstar is taking their time with that game and it's the same way not, not to cut you off real quick but here's the thing though we waited 10 years for cyberpunk and you see what's going on with that so that doesn't guarantee <laughs> that don't mean that nothing right that that gta 6 is gonna be fired gta 6 come out with the same bugs gta 6 can come out with bugs we're gonna get a fire story and then everything else around in that game i guarantee you it's gonna basically be, be riddled with microtransactions and suck Rockstar. i'm not even worried about that. that's just what it is but the online multiplayer will not be ready day one i can right. guarantee you that at all it won't be ready for the first year <laughs> like let's just be honest which is insane to me man and my thing is, is that this is the point that I don't like about microtransactions bro I understand that these devs want to make more money and they want to make it quick and fast but I'm just like dude put some of this stuff behind the grind wall and call it a day bro like I don't care that a dude cause it, it, it's it's almost like if you can't beat them, join them. That's what they're doing. So it's like, okay, you play somebody, and this goes back to those patents that I told you about, right? So here's something that somebody explained about this patent and how they work. And it's kind of worked, and I kind of saw this back in the days when uh, you're playing Call of Duty and you have the season pass, you got the DLC, right? So what would happen is that uh, they came out with an option to where you could turn the DLC off and just play people who just didn't, didn't buy the season pass and got into it. But the thing is, though, is that if you turned off the DLC, you just turned off the maps. You didn't turn off the content that came with it. So what'll happen, right, is that these people who never bought the DLC, they don't really know. Some people just genuinely didn't know what came with it. So say, for instance, I bought the DLC and I got like one of these new guns that came with the DLC and like, these, you know, these, these camos, right? They kill me and pick up my gun. They're going to be like, what the heck is this? And they're going to do research on it, right? And then that's going to make them buy. And you got another customer. And that basically it keeps continuing. And they use these algorithms to put more product in front of people's faces to buy versus just like, I remember there was a time when you just had to grind for everything. You want the gun, you play for it. You want the paint job, you paid, you played for it. You want this, you earned it. Like, I don't understand this whole notion just like, oh, well, I'm gonna just let my kids uh, grab my credit card and spend $200. <laughs> on like 80 battle passes and get stuff that they barely yeah. even use and That's then what's even story, crazier man. now is that like they're getting a competitive advantage from this too now so people are getting guns in dlcs and in battle passes that are better than regular guns so it's like you're forcing people to have to buy because like bruh i don't it's, it's just like you see on cod people play with specific weapons now i remember that wasn't a thing people i remember there was a point in time in cod where everybody played with everything like yeah, people just trying out guns. There's no need to do that now. It's like, oh, everybody using DMRs because DMRs are up. I got to use DMRs because if not, I'm just going to get smoked everywhere. So I have to play like this. I can't do anything else. And it just, it just tarnishes the quality of, quality of games, man. The games that are lasting, bro, are these ones that honestly, man, 
single story games, man. All these AAA titles, man, these open world games and how they're trying to play it, they're just going to be money pits after a while. Yeah. yeah. They're going to be money pits. I and, think these, and, and, not to cut you off, but I, I think these games, the problem is these games are not being tested. We don't have that culture of testing the games anymore, apparently, because... Uh, you, Call of Duty has a balancing problem. So, like, like you were saying, like we're always looking for the next meta of the weapons. You know, you know, Cam EJ noticed we're always looking for the next meta, and it, it, it we're always trying to follow the trend of the, of the of the Call of Duty community, and and even in 2K in, in some aspects. But these studios don't know how to balance their games and in, the, in their gameplay. And to me, that's it's because they are not testing it properly and that goes into what you're saying Mar, that the games are being rushed out it, it is it is they're not thoroughly testing this stuff and and if they are testing it, and if they are testing it they're not putting bona fide people that play their games and play their their franchises behind those behind those controllers at all so basically just to kind of get us back on track all in all we're saying that next gen is worth it just not specifically for games at this time (laughs) at this time at this time time, right like i just i don't believe it's worth like somebody like me who doesn't have a console at all it would be worthwhile for me getting it just to have one but my thing is is from a consumer standpoint i don't don't see any value and then then here's another thing that i really know is going to happen they're going to make a pro version and i guarantee they're going to make it with less than four years oh easily i mean that's 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 just the new model to keep making they're gonna they're gonna make it less than four years and all these people who got the day ones and they got this optimization they've been waiting for a real game now they're gonna slap you with a new console and we probably still won't have titles by then like a, a, a good rotation so it's just like we already we, we'd be four years in at that point and it's kind of just like this thing still hasn't paid off for itself I, I think it will man I don't, I don't, like cause, I don't know like because 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 how because let me let me think about this when we were on xbox 3 like how long was gta 5 on xbox 360 before the one came out a couple months Probably like three or four, four months, and then new systems. Right, it was still fresh. So technically, it's kind of like when the Xbox One released. It was kind of like, well, that is kind of like the game for the next gen. And they honestly, they kind of optimized and programmed that game to run like what it would run like on the Xbox One. So it wouldn't technically tank the 360, but they got it in that sweet spot where it looked. They got it. They got it scaled enough where it just worked for both, and it's like you didn't really notice. It wasn't a, an immediate drop off between the two. But you see that you see that with every console generation, though. That's not that's not like a you know a, a, a special rare thing. That's every console generation where you know you have whenever the new console is released, you know those games will have you know those brand new or latest games. They'll have those. They'll have they'll go through something like that with GTA Five because though you know. They, for example, you know, back when uh, the 360 was gone, back when uh, when Xbox One was launched, they were still making games for 360. Studios, developers, they were still making games for the 360 too. And, right. Um, until they finally discontinued it, you know. So, 
And that was the same was going on before then with the PS2 and I mean when 360 got announced and the PS4 got I mean the PS3 got announced they were still making games for the PS PlayStation 2 and um, I don't know if, the, if they were for the regular Xbox but it took a while for the it took a while especially for the PlayStation 2 to get discontinued because you know <laughs> PlayStation 2 was, was what the, yeah it was the greatest one of the greatest if not the greatest console ever right so crazy. Yeah, um, I know y'all were really trying to talk about this one issue that we're getting ready to speak about. Jay, I know you you uh, posted it. Uh, explain more to us about this uh, streaming copyrighted this whole felony thing that they're trying to introduce or whatever. For oh Kim. boy! <laughs> so basically, uh, I, uh, we talked about it a little bit, but a bill was introduced around the time that the second stimulus check bill, new COVID bill relief. Uh, bill that came out and you know of course every time a new you know whenever the the government is trying to help us the they're not really really trying to help us they want to go ahead and stack some other stuff on top of it too so uh when this, this second covid bill got released uh released they were trying to introduce this bill or uh, when it was getting drafted they were trying to introduce this bill where streamers would now be penalized with a fe- with felonies if you were streaming uh, content, um, uh, original, uh, you know, uh, IPs, uh, whether it was music, whether it was uh, movies, which I was understandable for movies, of course, but even video games. And uh, you know, of course, in the days of in the days of Twitch being one of the most popular streaming platforms, you know, Twitch has has been getting hit up by. Uh, uh, DMCA uh, strikes for a long time with the music stuff, but now uh, they're trying to they're trying to make any copyrighted material uh, that streamers stream into a felony charge, which is extremely ridiculous and is is getting out of control. And this is called the uh, it, it was called the Protecting Lawful Streaming Act, and. It was uh, it was introduced by a Republican senator named uh, Tom Tillis, and I don't know who's in his pockets. He probably got you know a bunch of companies, record companies, movie studios in his pockets, trying to get him to add stuff to there. But this was actually a, 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 a something that was brought to the floor and actually discussed. And in uh, as of right now, it it did not it did not uh, it did not pass. But I think there's still talks about it going on right now and uh yeah then this is going this is a uh, this is a serious thing for the community the gaming community as a whole right now because you know you know there's a lot of um there's a lot of gaming studios there's a lot of movie studio uh, movie studios there's uh, record music record companies that feel like you know these these content creators are making bucks out of their content which i do understand because i you know who wants to who wants to, who wants people making money off stuff that you made i do i do get that but at the same time is you know uh, we've always had we've always had the our you know the uh the digital rights um uh what's it called the digital right millennium act where it protected um these companies and studios for stuff like this for the most part and and we always had uh we always had always had the ability to be able to you know to comment to uh to uh comment on these videos comment on the movies comment on uh and and you know make satire on these on these type of stuff 
without any punishment whatsoever but now it's just you're, you you we're in the dawn of the YouTube age of the technical of the of the streaming age where you're seeing a lot of people uh, make millions of dollars off of this stuff and now these companies they want a piece of the pie so they're they're using they're trying to use politics to, to get at these uh, content creators now so now it's it's like a full-fledged you know digital technological technology world uh, war going on now and uh, uh, big big issues in the future if this is because uh, I know this is something that's going to be talked about for a long time a, a, a good little bit Here's the issue that I don't understand about these laws is because a lot of it, I think, to be honest, it has nothing to do with like content and creators. It's all centered around basically Trump being censored on Twitter. Right. Right. So because because that's the reason why he's pushing against it and wants those line items to be in the bill because they created that algorithm on Twitter where it's like, hey, you can't just be spewing lies on a timeline. Like, it's proven that this isn't true. They remove it because it's just like, hey, we don't do that. And this wasn't, this wasn't a proven source. Like, they'll even label a Twitter, they'll even label a tweet saying that if it involves certain words or it alludes to certain things. So, you know, knowing him and how manic, you know, he tweets and gets his stuff off, like, they have to find a way to, to pull that voice. All right. Well, last but not least, um, we've heard some news recently that Ubisoft might be coming to Game Pass. So that means Assassin's Creed, the Division, games of that caliber would be free on day one if you have Game Pass. Um, Jay, uh, I know you heard the news first. You want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, it's it's, it's a rumor, though. It's a rumor. And uh, uh, so this is something allegedly I know Ubisoft and and Xbox kind of they they had some deal with um with their Ubisoft app on Xbox. I don't know how it is on the PlayStation, but this is this is not uh far fetched to me though. This is really not far fetched. I can definitely see Ubisoft and Microsoft working together and and putting their games on just like um, they do with the EA Play, uh, and you can play all the Madden and you know FIFA and stuff like that. So. I think this would be cool. I think they'll get more gamers on, you know, playing these other Ubisoft games that don't really get much attention, like, you know, the Ghost Recons of the world. And, uh, you know, uh, I think this would be awesome. I think this would give, this uh, this will further legitimize uh, Xbox Game Pass as being, you know, one of the most premier uh, 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 passes uh, for video games for the Xbox console, even though they don't have major exclusives right now. And uh, this also, there's also another rumor too that, uh, again, just a rumor that there's a possibility that Microsoft may be purchasing Sega. And uh, that's right, Sega. And if that happens, you're gonna be seeing Sonic and Master Chief on your Xbox, Xbox uh, boxes from that point on. So, <laughs> so yeah, man. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I would, this would be cool, man. This would be cool. I, I, I they're, 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 um, Ubisoft is definitely going to see a, a player count um, rise for sure if that happens. I definitely, I definitely hop back on. I'll slide on the division real fast for the free. <laughs> I'm, I'm good on division forever, so I don't care if they make division twelve. Um, they got me. They got me twice. They will not get me again. They will not get me again. I do. I do it for the free. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, that's 60 ball for you too. 
think uh, that's going to conclude this episode uh, for today, man. That's good because I almost went to sleep. I ain't even going to cap. <laughs> this guy man. ain't said nothing in a minute. I'm telling you. Why be trying to have slow possible? Slow news week, man. This concludes another episode of the shoe program, man. We would like to just wish y'all a happy new year, man. Thank y'all for starting your year off with this, man. Please feel free to follow us on all socials, Twitter, Instagram, and of course, YouTube. Please like, share, and subscribe this podcast, man, and come rock with us for the next episode and all of our content that we will be posting on our respective pages. So y'all take it easy, man. Get at us later. Peace.